Welcome to the Real Estate Hustle Podcast. My name is Andre Chin, broker owner, real estate investor, mega agent, and real estate coach. We're going to be tackling all things real estate, bringing you guests from all across North America, mega agents, mega teams, and we're going to be diving deep into their businesses to figure out how they got to where they are and how they consistently bring that hustle into their business every single day. Buckle up. Our podcast starts now. All right, guys, Andre Chin here with the Real Estate Hustle Podcast. Today, we've got a good friend of mine, Ibrahim, with the Affinity Real Estate Group, the number one team in Kitchener-Waterloo region right now for transactions. These guys are absolutely killing it, doing a ton of business, and we're so excited to have you on the show today, Ibrahim. Welcome. Thank you, Andre. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. No problem. Ibrahim, tell us a bit about 2020. I mean, global pandemic this year has been crazy for everyone and you guys are having your best year ever what, what's affinity been able to do in this crazy time absolutely andre it's it's a crazy year as you said a lot of people have been impacted by that um we we definitely felt it in the probably first first two weeks of march probably end of march and then we made the switch is everybody taking the foot off the gas we kind of pressed harder and double down our activities and uh, uh we actually doubled our business in march wow. and from march all the way to the first two week of june as comparison to 2019. wow so it there was the um there was a big chance to gain market share and everybody else again as i said it's normal it's fine everybody's sitting at home we understand that we work from home but we double down our activities as much as we can um and it's it was it's a blessed year for us, for sure, in every aspect of the business. Now, now, where are you at right now? I, I know we're, we're near the end of the year, and are you over 200 units? I think I saw that one go through. We talked about it. Are you over 250 yet? We're, we have 221 closed. It's going to close in 2022. It's 2020, so we have 221. And then we have, I believe, we have 48 lined up on 2021. You have 48 pendings already for next year. That's correct. <laughs> so so what, what kind of GCI is that? Just just to put it into perspective so people understand, are you 3 million in GCI? Or 2.6. 2.6 million in GCI, 221 units, and already 48 for next year. That's correct. That's impressive. Congratulations. I, I'm impressed. I know everyone listening is impressed. Congratulations, man. That's awesome. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. So, so what's the goal next year? You're already 50 in. What are you guys going to do next year? Uh, we had the goal uh, next year, 360 transactions with 4.1 million GCI. Um, Friday night, we bumped it up to a 4.6 million and actually 400 transactions. Uh, the goal is to... Yes, the goal is to be number one, uh, Keller Williams in Canada. Um, 364.1 would have bought us already number one, but you're not the only player in the game. Yeah. We have, you have some big people right now. They're not sitting at home. They're also working. Uh, so you got to have to show some respect to those people. They have their growth year over year already. So you got to have to kind of like top up their growth, their potential growth. You have to go over that. Yeah. And that's why we, thump, we uh, moved it up to... Uh, 400 transaction and a 4.6 million GCI. When it, it's, it's funny, Ibra. I'm glad you said that, right? Because we're always competing and there's always people that are doing, you know, better than us or pushing harder. You know, when we take our foot off the gas, they start to go even harder. And I remember sitting with you 
I think it was the start of this year we were talking and we talked about the prior year and, and our team sort of flip-flopped this year. You guys were at 221 and, uh, you know, we're at 195. And, and I've told you all year, I'm like, I'm going to catch you before the year's out. And I don't think that I'll, I will now. I, I, I love that. I love the competition. It's good. But, but we have to be, right? And I, I think it's important for people listening to realize, like, how much business there is. Like, we, we work in the same city in the same region and we don't ever compete against each other. I don't think we've ever gone up against each other in a listing appointment or our, our people have. It just doesn't happen. It's, 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 it's a very interesting, Andre, because like, as far as we know, in, in our region, there is on average 6,000 homes that get sold every year, 5,800. 5, 5, yes. On average, 6,000. Every home has two sides of legal transaction, buying and selling. Yes. There is 12,000, 12,000 homes get sold every single year and people looking at very small piece of the buy and like we're competing. Right. Uh, Andre could be like uh, Michael from ABC real estate team. Doesn't have to be Andre Chin from Keller Williams Golden Triangle Realty. It, it doesn't matter. There is a lot of business out there. Well, there's so much and we kind of did it the other day. We ran the numbers on it and, and you know, you guys have a little more than us. We've got about 1% market share. You guys have a little bit more. So we're talking very minute numbers in the grand scheme of things. And I've never seen anyone in a region have, let's say, 10% market share. Like that would be, I know you guys are going for it eventually. You want to do over a thousand transactions. But, you know, there's that myth that like, you know, Ibrahim's doing it, Andre's doing it, this guy's doing it. There's no business left. Say again. Uh, no, sorry, I was listening to you. Yeah, yeah there, there's no business left, right? Like, oh, these, these big guys have all the business. But we don't have it all. <laughs> we have a very small percentage of it. I agree. I agree. I agree. 100%. It's, um, it's, it's the way you look at it. And at the same time, like, on a, on, a, on a smaller level, even on the team itself, like, on a, on a team, like, within, within your team, you're going to have uh, some of your partners on a team they're competing for the same exact listing because we have some buyers, right? That's okay. You buy this one, I'm going to go buy another one. Right. And on a bigger level, teams, you buy this listing, we will take over this territory, I will take over this territory. It, it doesn't matter. There's enough business out there. And that's, that's the piece I think most people need to realize it, and understand. Just how, uh, how you look at it, right? Exactly. So yeah. how long have you been in real estate? This is my, uh, going into fifth year now. Fifth year. Now you came from you came from the sort of the cell phone industry where you were at the if if I remember correctly and correct me if I'm wrong you were the number one salesperson in Canada for for that company. It was a second actually. Uh, Who beat you? It's very interesting. It actually started before that. So I came I came to Canada 2012. I uh, I have a law degree, so I came in here uh, with the hopes to continue my master's degree in law combined with MBA. Uh, in New York University, um, Osgood Hall, looked onto all the whole entire um, LSAT and all of that. It's fine, all of that, I would pass all of that. But the idea of um, starting something again from the beginning and, and, and redoing something that I have already been done, doing it for three years, it was, it was hard on me. So I was like, you know what, I'm not, I'm not interested. Right. So I had to go different directions. So I'm good in sales, doing sales, online sales, and importing and exporting since I was 17 years old. So I, it was, I wasn't, I, I wouldn't say it was easy transition for me, but it, it made right. sense that I work in something that has to do with sales. Right. Um, so I did that. I worked for the company for a, doing a, uh, I specialized doing a lot of small business plans for Rogers and Bill and the corporate world, like a high level uh, uh, sales. Right. 
so I it was it was my second year and I finished second second sales second in Canada and I got so pissed off because I I I <laughs> I thought I'm gonna be number one because I'm I'm not willing to do what I have done again like the amount of work I put in right in crazy amount of hours after midnight every day I'm like and then to the end to realize I'm the second not the first for for small like almost nothing between me and number one wow but also to realize the number one guy was in barry up north and he was there for like 12 years in the same market right so he has 12 years of business year over year year. so it i showed respect to the time he's been in the business right but i'm like i'm out of here if you're not first you're last (laughs) matter stop crying you know you didn't get the first move on So I got into real estate. Um, I remember um, a friend of mine, Kevin Tran, he, uh, he invited me to a golf tournament. I, this is the first time I met you. It was in the Almira, I think. Uh, You remember that one? I do remember. What you don't remember is I met you before that. I was in, I was in the mall. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) I remember you. Yes, yes, yes. You were too busy. So Kevin helped me. Yes, that's how we met. And I, I remember thinking in that time, I remember thinking, this guy is, is killing it right now. And, and I just needed a phone. I was like, I broke my phone that day. I was like, I just need something. And I came in and you were just just going. And Kevin was like, hey, I'm going to help you. Ibrahim's too busy right now. Let's let's just get you a phone. Let's get you out the door. And and then we met that summer. This was like the winter, and then that summer you came to the golf tournament. Yeah, so I met with you, and then like kind of started getting into real estate. So when I when I uh, the, the 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 my gentleman, I helped him, and then he said like, you know what? Why don't you get into real estate? And I understand that the 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 sales career in the previous company it was never meant to be a career for me because I remember one time I had a conversation with my wife. She's like, you didn't go to school for that, you know. It was hard on me, and I'm like, I understand that, but like, Andre, like, I didn't grow up here. I wasn't born here. I didn't grow up here. I didn't go to university here. I have no friends here. Right. I'm literally like, I don't know anybody. And we understand the business is is a um, is network. Relationship. Yeah, network relationship. So I needed I needed a job that will. It doesn't matter what I'm gonna sell. Like I sell balloon. I sell like it doesn't matter what that is. I just need a sales job that will allow me to put me in front of people face to face to build my relationship and build network. Right. I remember one time I was walking downtown Kitchener. I remember exactly that day I was going into Hesty Market. I know it's crazy stuff, but like <laughs> I pull up my phone and I, I go into my contact list and there, there is not too many uh, five one my number, two to six, like local people. Like I don't have a lot of friends here, right? That hurt me. I'm like, oh shoot, that's not good. All my number are, are international contact back in Dubai, Egypt, stuff like that. I'm like, that's not going to help me sell real estate here in Canada. So, or whatever business I'm going in, I didn't know that it's going to be real estate at that time. Right. So I'm like, I need, I need a, jo- a sales job that will connect me with people. Later on, I pull up my phone, I go to the same contact. It's like I have a thousands of people in. I'm like, that's good. This, this job allowed me to build my network. Now move on to my next chapter, uh, which is something that I would consider to be a career for me if I'm not going to continue in a law degree or not the law like route. Right, right, right. So we're blessed since, since we came into real estate. It's, it's been a blessed so far. Um, um, I, the growth every year from year over year been um, 135%. Wow. Uh, since, phenomenal. Since, since, since the very first year. Right. Uh, 
so it's it's good it's a bless it's a bless i i and, and speaking of that andre i all every single person that i met with in the community outside of the community hey Ibrahim, how about real estate i'm like i would love to see you in real estate they don't hear that from other people andre because of one reason though um if andre and i from the same community the same place we know same people andre coming into real estate andre will take from my buy yes Yes. So I, 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 all Andre hears from me is like the negative side of real estate. Very competitive, very blah, 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 blah. So kind of like stay you away from it, right? I'm like, I would love to have you in because there is enough business and there is not enough rock star realtor. You might be the next rock star realtor. I would love to see you in the business. And they kind of like, wow, that's a little bit different than every other realtor I ask them. I'm like, I don't know who you ask it, but I would love to see you in the business if you are meant to be for it. Right. It's not for everybody. No. But you've got an abundance mindset. You've always had an abundance mindset. Like no matter what's going on in your world, you've always seen the world a little bit differently than everybody else, even in our conversations. And when we chat, you know, you always push me to think bigger. And, and I thought I was already a big thinker. And then we get together. And the way you think about things is so much different than the way I do. And there's always an opportunity there to grow. So I love that you said that because, you know, I think of, you know, I'll, I'll think of like, like Caroline Harvey as an example. And she's a really good friend of mine. She's the number one agent at, uh, at Royal Beach. So, so they're number one at another company. And, and she's absolutely killing it with a very small team. Well, mm -hmm. six years ago, she called me and she said, hey, you're in real estate. What do you think? And I went over and I met with her and her husband. Mike's now in real estate as well. They, they both doing it. And I said, you're going to be incredible at real estate. You should get in right away. And same conversation where she sort of said the same thing. She goes, that's so much different than everybody else. Everybody else has given me the bad and you just gave me all the good and told me I can do it and pump me up. And here she is now, six years later, like you said, as a rock star realtor and, and she's killing it as well. So I think coming from abundance is definitely something we both share. And it's also something I think a lot of realtors lack. hundred percent, hundred percent. And I, I, I learned a lot from you than, than you think you learned from me. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I'm a really good observer. I, I can watch and I can learn. So it's, it's good. Yeah. Well, so, and it's, it's funny because we're always studying, right. And we're always studying each other. And you know, I, I'm so grateful to be in business with you and, and to really have someone, like you said, be competitive. We, we always joke about it. Like how many more competitive, competition can we create around us to keep leveling us up as well and, and i think it's important i have this conversation with uh, idris and jahit and dan every day like every not every day every day but every other day or something <laughs> I, I i look at i look at i look at somebody like dan or idris i'm like look brother i here is one thing god has blessed you with iq level that's a lot higher than mine i'm okay with that between me and myself i'm okay i know you're smarter than me but there is one thing I can promise you. I'm not gonna go to sleep at night because I make sure I outwork you all day long. Doesn't matter, like I'm gonna outwork the crap out of you because I know I'm not gonna compete with you on, a, on, a, on, a, on, a, on, a, on an intelligence level. You know, just God has blessed you with something that I don't have it, so I have to make it up somewhere else. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna outwork you all day long. So that's okay, you know? Well, that, that reminds me of, of a quote, and, and I'd have to look it up right now because I don't, I don't want to mess it up, but it's, it's a quote about persistence. And I don't know if I've ever shared this with you. This, this one is, is a quote that it has sat with me since my very first day in real estate. And, and I actually had a friend 
give it to me. And I, I didn't realize it at the time. And you sort of just embody that. And, and it says, it's Calvin Coolidge. And he says, nothing in the world can take the place of persistence. Talent will not, education will not, genius will not, persistence and determination alone are omnipotent. And, and it stuck with me. And, and that's kind of what you're talking about is, you know, that, that sort of hustle that you have that you might not be the smartest, you might not be the best, you might not be all these things, but you're going to outwork everybody else. And I love hearing that. That's incredible. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, no problem, man. So, so you come into real estate and I think you, you started on a team, good friends of ours, Shaw has, he, he's got a great business as well. What made you join a team? hundred percent. I, I, I'm a firm believer. Um, Anybody can do that on my on their own. Like I can do that on my own. You can do that on your own. Yeah. Steve can do that on his own. Idris can do that on his own. Everybody can do that on their own. That's not the it's not the answer we're looking for, right? It's right. it's it's a lonely business, especially if you're a top producer, and and top producers can relate to what I'm saying. Um, it's a very lonely business. So I understand also like coming in new to the business. Uh, my issue was not was not how to sell. Was not how to build the relationship. I know how to do all of that. Right. The issue is like, I, I remember first call, I'm like, look, I just don't know what to say in real estate. <laughs> right? I'm like, I'm like how, how would you phrase what you have to phrase? Which comes to like the scripting, the training, the mentorship and all of that stuff. And also surrounding yourself with the good people. Uh, it, it helps you become the average of the five people you surround yourself with. So I was, I was lucky that when I started on a team, I started with a team, I think they were ranking number four in Canada massive business so i learned a lot of things from them um i've done a lot of, i'm forever grateful for that uh, at some point in time just kind of more of like an alignment thing you know like the way the way we 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 see uh different ways you know like um burger king is a big company mcdonald's big company they just follow two different business models yes. it doesn't mean like nothing wrong with that it just the way uh, we we decided to we're still remaining friends you know we went different ways for to fulfill the future plan we have in mind. Um, and then I, I remember I brought, I brought Ben and Bieber. Um, I still actually have this paper until today folded in my wallet. Uh, it was, it was, it was a very, <laughs> it was a very determining factor with and the direction for my future real estate business. I brought Ben and Bieber. I wrote down every single reason I have in mind that I will never join a team for. And I wrote it down on the right side of the line and then, line in the middle and on the other side, every single reason why I need to be in a team. Wow. And this is me personally and nobody, you can bullshit anybody, but you cannot bullshit yourself. So, and this is just like, here is what it is. And I, I kind of like, and truthfully, just between me and myself, I'm like, I need to be on a team. I, 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 I cannot, I can do that on my own. It's not fun. And it's not, it's not pleasant to deal with, right? Uh, went on, I sold 52 homes next year on my own as a single agent, wow. um, looked for all the teams outside. I, I, I have a lot of friends outside of Keller Williams and a lot of friends inside Keller Williams. So I kind of like open the conversation to both, but I've never been outside of Keller Williams. And I, I think a, a person has to have a certain level of emotional maturity and emotional intelligence to realize how good they have, where they are without trying to see if the grass is green or on the other side or not. I already have a lot of friends on the other side. I, I don't have to go try to realize, oh shoot, that what I have is better. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, this, that was done for me from the beginning, you know, I'm like, good. So I looked into all, and, and you know what, I'm like, okay, 
I'm just going to do that on my own. And it, it requires a lot of money, Andre. You know how, how it works. Very expensive. It requires a lot of money. It's very expensive. So I, uh, I started, you know what, let's just form the team that I, as Ibrahim, would like to work with somebody that think the same way I'm thinking. Right. We will just click right away. So the stuff that I didn't like, um, it's not going to be there. The stuff that I wish to have but I couldn't have, it's there because if it crossed my mind, it will cross Michael's mind, assuming somebody's Michael joining right. us. In the you know, uh, if I didn't like it, maybe they don't know now, but they will know in the future. Right. One thing happens, Andre, and we both know that, and 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 on a, on a on a very high level, on an organizational point, from our organizational point of view, uh, Andre, you got your license ten o'clock this morning. Congratulations. I just don't know how long you to figure out the real estate game, but I know you will. That, that I know for sure. I just don't know how long it's going to take you. It might take you one month. It might take you one year. It might take you 10 years. For you, it depends on your smarting level to kind of like realize, okay, here is what the real deal is. But I know you will get there. So two things will happen when that person gets there. They will stop and they will pause and they will reflect on their journey since they joined that organization whether it's a brokerage, whether it's a team, whatever that might be, you know? Mm. Now that I know what I know, I have been taking advantage of, or I have not been evaluated the way it should be. I have not been appreciated the way it should be. What is the nearest door? I'm out of it. <clears throat> or when they figure it out and they know now, now that I know what I know, it's gonna be like, holy cow, same as the first holy cow, but it's different. Right. Now that I know what I, I appreciate everything I had, that I didn't know that I should have it. Now that I know, I appreciate that. It creates loyalty. And, and at the same time, if you take things to a whole different level, people or us, us, me, you, anybody in the industry, we need to stop making good business decisions and start making principle-paced personal decision. Mm. Because the principle-based personal decisions ultimately takes care of the business 10 times than the actual good business decision from day one. Right. So it's, it's think about it, Andre. Like I cannot, I have a debit card in my hand. I cannot walk into ATM machine. I have never make a single deposit in this account. Single deposit. I opened the bank account the other day. I'm like, I walk in. You cannot expect to have any withdrawal out of this credit, out of this debit card, would you? No, zero. Zero. So in the relationship with the person that you're dealing with, it's no different. Before you get into business with them, how many deposits you made in the equity relationship bank account? The equity relationship bank account. How many deposits I have made in this account that when I go withdraw, there is a lot of deposits there. I can withdraw as much as I can. Right. It's, it's no different. So it's, it's all about the personal side of the relationship that comes before the business that ultimately takes care of the business like 10 times. I'm gonna repeat it again. We should not, we should not do, or we should stop focusing on making a good business decisions and start making a good principle-paced personal decisions that ultimately takes care of the business 10 times. And I have seen it, I live it, I experience it, I'm blessed that we have the, the experience or the, we're eating the fruit yes. of doing that.
Well, you know, it's funny you bring that up, Ibrahim, because we, we talked about that and, and you described it in a way that I'd never heard it really described before. And just this morning, I was talking to another agent who is, he's building his team and that sort of stuff. And, and we were talking about a recruit and he said, you know, uh, I, I lost a recruit. I think they're actually going to join Affinity. <laughs> and I used, I, I, I chatted with him about that relationship. And I said, you know, you try to make a withdrawal. I said, but you didn't earn the right to do that. And he said, what did you mean? And I, and I sort of explained it back to him. I said, you know, this person, you are asking them for something, but you haven't added any value to their life yet. You've done nothing for them. You just, you're asking and asking and asking and, and you can't figure out why they would say no to you and want to join somebody else. And I said, you know, I guarantee you that if they're joining with affinity, it's because Ibrahim has invested in that person. They, he's already added value to their life and he's already created his relationship bank with them to make sure that before asking, they, they, would, they would know that he's giving to them. And it, it blew the person's mind and they kind of went, wow. Thank you for sharing that. I never thought of it this way. So, so I want to thank you because I couldn't have given that to that person if you hadn't given it to me about two or three weeks ago when we talked about it. I, I appreciate that, Andre. Thank you so much. It, it's simple, though. It's very simple. It's, it just, it, it's a tweak, of, a tweak of how we see things. That's all. Well, well, we say it differently, right? We just say come from contribution. But I think it's the same thing, right? We're coming from a place that we want to give first and, and not being attached to the outcome. That's something that I love about, about you as well is, you know, if an agent wants to talk to you, you're not attached to the outcome if they're going to join you or not. You're just going to provide value. And if they see it and want it, great. If not, that's okay too. Thank God that he didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> then they weren't the right fit. That's good. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So, so talk to me about your culture. Cause I mean, I hear that over and over again from you. I see it on social media. You know, I see your guys. I mean, that you guys love each other probably more than I've seen any other team. I mean, it's a family. Thank God. Thank God. Like million times for that. And it really comes down to start with, I made a promise to everybody and that promise is actually on a video to make sure that, in case I flipped on my head and I became stupid and I forgot about that, that video would remind me in case. Right. Just keep me on my toes. You know what I mean? Right. So I, that promise is I want to make sure that every single person gets added into this family. They have the approval of every single person in this family. Wow. That's it. So, and I made sure it's very straightforward from day one, like Andre, I'm talking to you, everything is good. I really like you, really like me, everything is good. It's not up to me. Ultimately, somebody has to decide. I get this part, I will make the decision, but I owe it to everybody else that if somebody doesn't like you, I wish you all the best. I will continue remain being a friend with you. I will help you, but we cannot be on the team for a simple fact that every single time you walk through the door, this person is not gonna like you. Right. Right. And I, I, we were not interested. It's not going to even start. So we had an agent. Um, she came in multiple times, um, like multiple times. Everything. She will, she will be a rock star realtors. No ifs or buts, no doubt. That's not, that's given. You know, that's given. You look at Andre, uh, one of the top agents. She will be that person. Right, like she right. will be she one day, you know? Um, so I, and then luckily, um, I got one particular person in the team. I'm like, hey, 
I need you to kind of like attend this meeting and let me know what you think. Because the reality is, Andre, like it doesn't matter how smart I am. I will only get 30% of who you are in the, very, in the, in the interview. That's it. It doesn't matter. Like I'm the best recruiter in the world. It doesn't matter. Like I'm only getting 30% of who you are. And then the remaining, we will see it as you go. So we have multiple interviews and multiple like casual conversation. You walk into the room, sit in the hot seat. We call it the hot seat in the middle of the office. <laughs> Not planned, but everybody knows what's happening, right? You right. walk in and then you talk to everybody and everybody will give me their input. What do you think about you? Uh, comment you said, body language you made, like a face reaction, you did anything, you know? Mm -hmm. To make sure this person is actually, there is a lot of filters to go through. Um, that doesn't mean that sometimes we make personal decisions because right. it's in the end of the day, I had, I had one agent ask me, she's like, Ibrahim, um, she, she will be joining. The, we're, we're in the middle of the process, right. but her, her, her one concern was on a previous team member one time. She's like, this is, it's missing with my mind. I'm like, what you mean? She's like, Everything that's happening here, every single person is on a specific level. And there is one person I keep asking myself, how did this person came in here? You know? So I, I questioned the hiring thought process. I was like, I thank you so much actually for bringing this up to my attention. It was a human decision. I understand. We made a human decision. And if things is repeated itself again, I will still do it again. And again, I will still do it again because I took a chance on this person because it would have changed this person's life. It didn't work. It should have never been taken against me, but I actually, I'm appreciative for the fact that you pointed at it because that means your brain is working. Yes. So thank you for bringing it. So at some point in time, it doesn't matter how, how, how very careful you are or like how caring you are you have to make some human decisions sometime because you see something in Andre. Andre's external life factors may take him different direction. That's okay. At least you try to make sure you make impact in his life. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So oh, culture, and yeah. And this is part of the culture. So yes, we're filtering everything comes in, but outside as again, like if when the person leaves, we make sure and we have a very, very, like the attrition is very, almost nothing. Right. Um, but we make sure we actually remain friends after that. Well, and this specific person, I think you stayed in, in contact with them and, and you're still friends with, with this person. Right? We're yeah. just making the other day, happy birthday to me, happy birthday, it's, everything is good. Yeah. It's never about business though. It's, it's, it's personal now. You, you have a, yeah. 100%, 100%. Now, when you say everybody has to approve on the team, does that person have to meet with everyone or, or do coffee with everyone? No, we have, um, we have the soft side of the office, which is, the <laughs> we call it the soft side of the office. Like very nice, you know, like beautiful people, fluffy. We make fun of them all day long, just in a good way, in a, in a family way. I'm like, I need one of this side to meet with this person. Right. And I need one of this side that this guy is like very like, aggressive you know <laughs> meet with the person and then now we have a really good feeling of what the reality is because i know like three four of us if one of us said something the other three knows how this person think they right. approve it right. but it, it is approval of everybody and the, the person knows that and you will be surprised how what the response is it was like whoa i like that i'm like yeah it's a two-way street like <laughs> 
you evaluate us, every one of us has to evaluate you. I understand. Um, you know, it's funny you say that, Ebro, because um, I think it's Lance Loken. They're out of Texas. They're out of. They're out of. Uh, I believe it's Texas, and they they did a, I think 1,500 or 1,600 units this year, and he went a step further, and it blew my mind when I heard it at family reunion. He said, "Every single person has a, a coffee with you. He's got 38 people total on his team." And you have to have 38 coffees before you can join their team. And if one person says no, you can't join. Holy crap. That's <laughs> awesome. I, I, I can understand, though. I can understand why. Yeah. I can understand why. It's a magic. It has a magic effect. It does. And it, it, it protects your culture, right? It, it keeps you. It, it doesn't have that disruptive. Like you said, if one person doesn't like you, and then they come in every day. Those two people are going to be looking at each other. I don't like him. He doesn't like me. And, and they don't like each other. Yeah. And uh, it, it, culture, in my opinion, Andre, as well, it's, it's still business. It's still business. It's a business decision on a very high level because any, any business decision, it has two sides of it. The, the science part. Right. The art part of the business decision. The science part of the business decision, you can be teach that in business schools and coaching and training. Yeah, I can teach you the science part. The art part, you cannot teach that. It's, it's, it's a life experience. It's being street smart, not book smart, how to do stuff. A lot of decisions we make, you ask, I, I'm like, okay, do we have to do that? Uh, hold on, the answer is no, we don't have to do that. Okay, we don't. Do we have to do that? No, we don't. Perfect. The second question, if I didn't do that, would this person expect me or get mad that I didn't do something? No, because they're not even expecting me to do that. So cool. Second one is no as well. The third question where it actually makes logical sense and business sense, should I have do that? Should I do that? The answer is probably you should. Yes, I don't have to. Yes, if I didn't do it, Andre is not going to call me out and say, hey, Ibrahim, why didn't he do it? Because Andre is not expecting it. Right. Should I do this? Yes, I should. Because if I did it, Andre will appreciate that I did it while I don't have to, while he's not expecting it. And this is the art part, the business decision. And most of them mainly are, are financial related decisions. Where, and this is where it gets interesting. <laughs> It's a financial decision. You look at it on paper, there is no art. We have a line on our p &L. It's called culture. That, that number, it's a scary for every business coach we have. And we have, there's like, oh, this not, why is it there? I'm like, look, I've heard this multiple times <laughs> and that's not gonna change. I understand, you look at it, there is no ROI implemented based on that number. There is, and I promise you, it's a 500% return. It's just, it's not tangible. Right. It's not something that I know I spend this, I'm getting this. But the return is 500%, just not now. So you're going to have to believe what I'm doing. And you're not going to, like, when you look at the PL, every coach looks at it. I'm like, you have to skip this part and go to the next line. Like, <laughs> we're, not, we're, not, we're not discussing this line. And it, it, look, it, you know how it works. It, it hurts because it's a lot of money. Yeah. But again, it's, it doesn't matter because the value comes out of it. It exceeds a lot more than that actual cost. 
right. know that us is tens of thousands. It's not like a couple hundred, like literally, but it doesn't matter. It's the return is a lot more than that, but it's intangible return. You don't see it as ROI, like a normal math. There you, is math. You've never deviated from that in all the years I've known you. Ah, it's just not going to change. Yeah, you've said that. I, I think I tried to. I think I tried to look at it once and say, "Ibrahim, we got to fix this." And you were like, "On oh, it, never. I'm never going to touch it." Yeah, it's it's okay. You know, it it would require me to do forever. I will always continue sell real estate for my personal lifestyle. Meaning, meaning, like yesterday was talking about the 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 planning and the business and the team and stuff. I'm like, I I gotta have to sell this much. Why? I'm like. <laughs> This for me to live my personal lifestyle. Right. I gotta have to pay for it myself. That's it. I I split with the team, Andre. Here is a surprise. Wow. I split with my team. It doesn't matter. Team is a team. I'm just the one person on a team. If when when shit hit the fan, somebody has to fix something, I go fix it. But outside of this role, I'm a sell real estate agent. Wow. I will continue selling a, a specific number of real estate because I need a specific income from that to support my specific lifestyle that I want to continue having it. Right. Okay. So, yeah, it's, it's, you know what I mean. <laughs> I get you. No, I get you. And, and you think differently, right? I mean, you, you think completely differently than most people that we're even going to ever have on the show. And that's why I, I love chatting with you because you give me something every single time. And even that, I, I think most people on a team, you have the team leader and then everybody else. And you're kind of saying, I'm with everybody else. I might be, I might be a team leader, but I'm a team member as well. Hundred like percent. Everybody else. Hundred percent. That's incredible. I love it. Thanks, brother. I appreciate you're, that. You're in the trenches with your guys every single day. Hundred percent, because I, I, you can either have a theoretical conversation or you're gonna have a practical conversation. Like we, we never had this conversation, but like if, if, in the event in the future, that I gotta have to tell you something. It, you gotta have to listen to what I'm saying because I know what I'm saying. Right. Like this is practical. It's not. It's not theoretical. Right. 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 Because you're living it. You're living I, it every day. day. I live in it every day. One yeah. of the favorite things you've ever said to me is that note on your front door. Is it still there? I. Oh yes. I. <laughs> uh, every. Um, every. Uh, every day when I get out of the house, the in the back. You know when you open the door from the inside. Yeah. So I. I I have it right visual in my head. Leave your ego inside. I love that. I, I, I repeat it between, it's like a prayer, you know? Like, you know, when you go before you eat, you say a prayer. Like when I leave the house, I'm like, leave your ego inside. So when I go outside, I, as far as I know, Andre, I have no ego now. <laughs> yes, as a humans, we do have ego, but in a business conversation, as far as I know, I left my ego at home at morning. I don't have ego right now. Because as soon as ego comes in place, it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. I, had a, I had a very deep business discussion yesterday with our performance strategist. And in the middle of the conversation, I'm like, I have to leave for a second. I'll be back in one minute. He's like, why? The conversation was a little bit intense and it's getting a little bit like deep details. And I'm, I felt I'm getting a little bit frustrated. <laughs> so I was in the office. I had to step not outside of the office. I put my mask on. I walk outside of the building. It's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just leaving my ego outside. I'm coming back. He's wow. like, what? I'm like, just give me a minute. I went, okay, come back. Okay, I have no ego because I felt I'm getting frustrated and it's not me who's getting frustrated. It's my ego because I'm, I'm disagreeing with a lot of things he says. 
Right. And I want to approach it with a mindset, with a, with a white belt mindset, which is the white belt mentality is like you walk in first day trying to learn karate and you're wearing the white belt. You're not going to teach the coach how to bunch. You, you, you're sitting, you're watching how everybody's making the movement. You're not talking. You're only learning as a student. So I'm like, I'm going to come back. Everything you say, I'm going to take it with a white belt mindset and looking and learning what you're saying. And you know what? Maybe one thing you will say will make sense to me. Maybe I'm this, I'm like, there is a lot of things. It's a big direction decision. So I'm disagreeing. Maybe I will start like put my ego aside and start like putting the white hat, the white, uh, the white belt mindset hat and start listening to what you're saying. So ego is, 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 is our enemy. Everybody knows that, but it's a frequent reminder of actually physically visualizing it in front of you and always constantly leaving it outside, leaving it outside. Well, I, and I find that the, the more successful you are, the harder that is. You almost have to remind yourself even more the more you hit those successes because it goes to your head a little bit. Would you, would you, say, would you agree? 100%. And, and, and part of that conversation last night was like, he, I, what's your full name, Andre? Quickly. Andre Chen. Did you think about that? No. Okay. He's telling me something. I know it as I know my name. I know the answer is this way. <laughs> and you're telling me something else. And I'm like, God, like, no, it's not. But I'm like, okay. Let me hear why. Let's, let me just, let's just listen to what he has to say. So I had to leave the building, I swear to God, almost 12 noon yesterday, <laughs> go to the outside and come back within 30 seconds. I'm like, okay, continue talking. Because my ego was getting into me. I had to leave to put it outside and come back to you. Yes. So it's, um, and again, it's, I tie this with the culture as well. Right. Well, and that's, that's one of the things I know when we, we talked about, you know, your culture, I mean, you, your attrition is, like you said, almost at zero. Nobody leaves the system. You 10 people stay with you for a long time and they're all happy. I think more importantly, when I see your people, they're happy. They're smiling, they're laughing, there's good energy and good culture. And you can't, you can't put a price tag to that. Similarly to, like you said, you have your, your line on your P&L, you have a price there, but the returns are tenfold. 100% and yeah what 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 comes around goes around meaning if I put myself in their shoes and you do the same thing Andre in your organization you're you're a mega team so you do the same thing in your end like if you put yourself on the shoes of your agents and and I I apologize um, if you put your shoes with your partners but I just that everybody says like oh when you talk all my agent does is like, they're not my agent. They're not working for me. I'm actually lucky to be in business with them. That's, that's, just, that's just the reality, you know? So when I put my shoes, myself in their shoes, I, I will not get them to do something that I don't like. Yeah. And, and I will give them everything that I would like to have it. Or that you haven't done yourself. That's it. That's it. it, it look, they're not less smarter than you. That's the problem. The problem is I know legit legitimately some of them i cannot keep up with them mentally i swear to god i'm not i'm not exaggerating i'm like god this like connor is hurting my brain when he talks about like some deep stuff i'm like i need to stop you know like you're so deep brother like i'm so tired for that but again it's it's that what motivates me to become better and better and better right like you cannot just this person how would you bullshit somebody like that you can't if, if you tried like it look andre I know you're a good person, but sometimes ego comes in place and you know what? 
maybe you turn it to be like not as good person. Even if that happened, it's not going to work because the other side just will outsmart you. 100%. Well, and, and I'm glad you said because you're always you're always open to learning, and and I think it's um, we we had uh, we had Knighton on the call recently, and and similar thing we talked about, and it's interesting to me because two of the biggest producers on our show so far, we didn't focus on cold calling, door knocking, or any of that stuff. We focused on mindset and culture, and and the things that are important. And one of the things that was said was, you know, you can be an individual on a team, and some teams are set up that way. It's very individualistic or you can be a team of individuals working towards a common goal. And I think you've done that. I've done that. And I know a number of people, right? Because if you just want to be an individual here, then we're probably not the home for you. Now, if you want to come and be a part of something greater, be a part of a great culture and, and this and that, then, then you've probably found the right home. And I used to always say to people, listen, I'm going to give you everything. I'm going to train you on everything. And I hope that we've done our job so well that you can go do it yourself but you choose to stay with us because of what we've built together. hundred percent. And that's, you know, it's why I love having you on. I wanted to have you on is because I know that you think similarly to the way I think. And for us, it's not about every single day, the numbers, it's about a bigger picture and where we want to go as a, as a group, as opposed to just the one person and what they want to achieve. So, so I love it. It's incredible. hundred percent, brother. hundred percent. Yeah. Are you, you know, we get a lot of new agents that listen. What's the one thing that you would say to a brand new agent? Maybe they're thinking about real estate or they haven't really kickstarted their career yet. Maybe they've been a realtor for a while and want to relaunch. What's one thing that you would give them before we wrap up today? Um, it's a very, um, it, it's, I always say that and it's mind blowing for sometimes like, learn what not to do before you learn what to do. So now, okay, what the hell does that mean? Okay, <laughs> you're as a realtor, you're joining ABC real estate brokerage, a team, whatever, you know, like different country, whatever industry you're going in. Um, Andre, I really like you, okay? Perfect. What is it about you that I should not be doing? Mm. Get it out of the way and then cool, that's finished. Andre, now, what is it that you're doing that actually works? Right. I'm going to start doing that. So <clears throat> learning what not to do is more important than learning what to do because it will fast forward the time for you by almost double. If it took Ibrahim one year to go from point A to point B, Ibrahim is doing things wrong. The reason why I'm doing things wrong is because I don't know it's wrong. If right. I know it's wrong, I would stop it. Right. But right. if I'm doing it, that means I don't know it's wrong. So now, if you know me, what is it about me that I do that you should not be doing? Please know that I am doing something wrong. I just don't know what that is. I'm not perfect. So learn what not to do first. If any, like a, a personal behavior, business, whatever, anything, you know? Right. Learn what not to do, get it out of the way. And then after that, start learning what you should be doing. I love that. I love that. I mean, simply put, Learn from the mistakes of others. Stop. And that's, that's an ego conversation. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, at the end of the day, and, and I had this conversation with an agent the other day, and I said, you know, I, I was helping them with some stuff. I was coaching them. They're not part of my team. I was just helping. And I said, you know, it's funny because every time we meet, you ask me the same questions. And every time we meet, I give you the answer and you don't go do it anyway. You do what you want to do and you're coming back to me 
because it's not working. I said, why don't you just skip the step and just, I've already made the mistake. Don't make the same mistake as me. And here's the solution. And some people hear it and some people don't. And I think you're right. You know, learn from others' mistakes, learn not what to do and do the opposite. <laughs> yes. I love that. Thank you so much, Ibrahim. Guys, Ibrahim, how do we track you down? Guys, are, people are going to want to know how to get a hold of you. Instagram, Facebook, is that the best place to, to reach out to you? Yes. Instagram and Facebook, it's very easy to get a hold of me. <laughs> what, what's your Instagram? Is it just uh, Ibrahim Hussein? It's Ibrahim Hussein, yeah. Awesome. Awesome, guys. You're going to be there. Yeah. You're there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Honor Chain of the Real Estate Hustle Podcast. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook as well. Please reach out to us if you do need to. Ibrahim, this has been, I, I've got pages and pages of notes as, as with always with you. Thank you so much for your time today and, and for, for really just giving us a different perspective, coming from a different place. And, and it really shows in your successes that what you're doing is working. So Guys, stop recreating the wheel. Go learn from a powerhouse like Ibrahim. When we talk next year, what is it, 360 transactions? 400 transactions. 400 transactions. Right. So we're going to be competing because we just did the same thing. Our team set our goal last week at 400 transactions as well. So we've got work to do, brother. I love you so much. Thank you for, for Thank you. Thanks so much, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Appreciate you as well.